0: Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me, many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Welcome back to another episode of the Unfiltered podcast. Unicorns and butterflies is what brought us together but around coffee, wine and tea, we found our conversations. Today I'm welcoming Krimena in the conversation. From her corporate background, she found her way to yoga, and balance is the key word that merges these two opposites for her. She continued following her intuition, which brought her to practicing asana and later teaching yoga in her corporate environment of her day job. Continuing from there, she found out rituals and the mundane things in the little moments of the everyday. This is a very personal talk with this beautiful woman. Please like and share this episode in your community and let's get started straight away. I just love this. I can hit the record button. Oh my God, this is so great. Um, This is beautiful. Cremena. Um, I'm going to say a warm welcome and thank you for accepting my invite. Um, Massive gratitude to the time that we're going to spend right now together uh, in a space from Amsterdam to Curacao, from Curacao to Amsterdam um but this is not your uh it is maybe your home now but it's not where you're originally from so i'm going to give you now some space just introduce yourself tell the people who is Crimena, why should they know you and if they don't know you yet why should they get in contact with you
1: hi oh well yeah Thank you for the welcome, welcome, welcoming, welcome. <laughs> um, I'm actually very nervous to do this. Um, no, i it's so funny. I, it's such a big pleasure to really reconnect in this new format. Um, we've known each other for what seems like ages ago, but it's been six, seven years where we shared the same studio and where we were doing great retreats with Laura. And yeah, my name is Kremena. I live in Amsterdam now. And as you beautifully said, now it's a home for me,
0: Mm.
1: but it took a little bit longer to make it homey and to make it really feel like it's my place right now. So um, I'm originally Bulgarian and the way we connected earlier was through yoga and I always say that I met the most amazing people through yoga and that's holds true to this moment even during corona even during pandemic we still connect with others that are like-minded and that understand that we're not taking for granted this work that we are doing um so deep gratitude back to you and uh Earlier we were discussing. You're wearing your really, really <laughs> uh, amazing top, <laughs> which All is that. a tank top. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ma- I'm gonna make like, uh, I'm just gonna make a photo of this one because this is freaking hilarious. Okay, just that it people is. are gonna understand that really that we are in very different outfits. Let me see from there. There we go. Big smile. I'm gonna post this later on as already because this is so contradictory how far in somehow we are so far away from each other and at the same time we are so close to each other that um, yes everything is so digitally at the moment and we are relying on on this digital space and at the same time I think it is so beautiful that we can connect uh be able to see each other be able to share to uh hold space for each other and yeah okay then having very different outfits because for me it is like 30 degrees celsius outside although it's a gray day it is like a rainy day today but it is like nice temperature comfort and you are in your big woolen sweater that i say i would love to wear a woolen sweater again
1: (laughs) so weird right I, yeah uh, it, and, and this is this is I feel like Amsterdam has so much more to offer during the summer-ish like the five days we have right
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um <laughs> there <days>. is <laughs> but there is this this pleasure of being cocooned in your own like oh yeah. yeah let me get cozy uh I think the times now are really asking us to go deeper within and yeah with sweater or whatever outfit we have to just get cozier in our own bodies speaking about homecoming and speaking about really making sure that you're comfortable with whatever life throws at you Uh, i love that you invited me for this podcast and that we are not censoring we're not filtering we're not paying someone to remove the us or the breathing or if there is a (laughs) someone distract us that's okay so it's it's a really nice format and um yeah, thank you, Alessandra, for inviting me. So, I do yoga. Yeah, <laughs> that's what how we know each other. <laughs> that's what I love talking most about.
0: <laughs> what is the next sense? to so many? <laughs> I'm always so curious. Like when we met, uh, you know, these these years back in in The Hague, um, working for the same studio. Well, first of all, we were there as practitioners. We ended up working at the same studio as well. Um, which I still am deeply grateful for them uh, for providing this space because that allowed me to probably step into who I am today. And I had the same Mm -hmm. feeling that it was for you because next to teaching yoga, um, you were, and I think you're still working for a a big company, having a, a job that is in high pressure so you're very much in that corporate environment how do you integrate your knowledge of yoga um how did you combine these two that was always for me like wow this girl big inspiration (laughs) because she's doing like the thing in the office you know really the thing that people dream of and at the same time she is so zen when she's teaching a yoga class these were the two opposites what is it you that uh, brought you to start teaching and how did you integrate this into your uh, into Mm -hmm. your office job
1: yeah it's it's so funny and and it's so fascinating I think we Mm. we both have this understanding that yoga does bring balance in your life and Mm. regardless what field you are and you don't need to always quit your job is my point to be pursuing a Passion of yours to be teaching yoga. Uh, I find that the art of teaching yoga is something that I really stumbled upon. I've never intended to become a teacher, I never thought I would be one, but it seems to me that it was inevitable. Meaning, I was in my office, minding my own business, trying this whole oh, let me see how I can really relax and do my own stuff. And I would roll my mat in the office and People will start gathering and asking, what do you do? Little did I know, it wasn't, I didn't call it yoga at the time. I was just, I'm stretching because I feel like really stressed in my body without expressing the fact that I'm stressed. It's just this sensation mm. internal that makes you shrink mm. or it's like constant danger or constant something to ask for your attention. So I kind of organically start doing some practices that now that I can call them are yoga, but in the beginning, it was not really cold that way. It was just me stretching after long hours in front of a PC, trying to make sure that everything goes smoothly because I really love what I'm doing and I still love what I'm doing. I've been with the same company for more than a decade. Oh, and wow. the idea of it's, yeah, it's it's evolving so gradually and it's evolving so beautifully that one complements the other my yoga career kind of and my corporate world they blend it so seamlessly and so I can't think of doing one and not doing the other and the other way around uh at least at the stage of life where I am and I know me and you we had many many conversations about how do you really do it I always say if something is important for you you make space for it yeah and if something is actually making you perform even better at your job, you make it even extra uh, important. So the way I became a yoga teacher was that someone within the company that I work said, oh, are you a yoga teacher? Before that, I even didn't think of myself as that. And one conversation led to another. One yoga teacher training led to another. One great mentor led to another. And then we ended up, all of us, Working my first year of the studio was really balanced at Danach and um uh, yeah. similar to you, super grateful for the opportunity, super grateful yeah. for them believing in us, and them putting us together and uh yeah. I'm still teaching even in the office, even remotely, even if it's once a week. And um that satisfies me because I cannot believe that one should they, they, they blend together nicely from is that believing degrees.
0: in is this believing in uh, being uh, it is okay to be multipassionate to have you know um, some people get very distracted by uh, by the diversity of it but with that I really mean it is okay to have that passion, you know, the, the, the corporate, you really love your job in there. And at the same time, you really love teaching. So why choose if you can combine the two? Because mm-hmm. they are what you said, they are balancing each other out. And not only for the people, but also for you. So it balances you out because you can uh, express yourself in these two narratives that are existing in you
1: yeah yeah you, you, you beautifully you beautifully summed it up uh i would say now it's even in the past i would think of it as oh they complement each other the duality of it sometimes you need to go in the corporate and you'll be like super assertive when it's needed right now i'm kind of becoming more of myself if that makes sense mm. yeah um everyone kind of knows oh yeah the yoga chick the yoga chick like no one expects me to be anything different from who i'm becoming. And yoga it changes your life even if you don't want it right even if people are a little bit more resistant to the concept of it or a little bit more basically the more skeptical you are the better it works yeah Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) and I'm a big believer my story was like that my first yoga class I I did not understand why I feel so good In my body, I was thinking that this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) This is ridiculous. We're stretching. And then the benefits of it is uh, so embodied and interconnected that um, I was blown away from the first class, but I didn't know much. I really thought that everything looks super weird and I was not taking it in the (laughs) beginning too serious, making jokes about it all the time. Uh, taking it very much as um oh wow we we don't take ourselves way too serious because I mean I've there been... are some poses in yoga come on <laughs> you, you you cannot be serious about it
0: I relate I, I, I totally relate with this whole story is really like you know what is this all about just, um for me it was curiosity that kept pulling me back in um um hundred 100 only curiosity that led me into six months later with uh five weeks of practice experience uh led me back to india to uh, do a teacher training not to so become beautiful. a teacher but really like what was this all about is really like let, give me give me more info i was just curious and the curiosity is still leading me into uh, discovering, and curiosity made me uh, create this podcast.
1: So beautifully said. Yeah, it it does lead you to places that you you wouldn't know that. Oh, I can also do this. And you said it beautifully with um, with we are not one facet or one one pony trick kind of. I say. Um, yeah. Yes, you can have a corporate. Um, ambition or Mm -hmm. like leading team and making Mm -hmm. sure that you show up how you want to be seen and remembered and you don't and I would say also there is this negativity around people being having the spiritual practices and still maintaining a lifestyle that was acceptable like like I I don't see the duality anymore you you can have both and you can have much more than both you can choose to be in many roles that we play that yeah authentic for you in the same time so
0: it is yeah i i 100% agree with that and i think that it is um for me it is very important that people start to understand that the practice of yoga is not just you know that piece what we know in the west that you're sitting on the mat and you're making these funny shapes or that you just do breathing exercises no it's 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 way much more and finding that unity within you that you are multi-passionate and then um, finding where everything links with each other Uh, we have different expressions in yoga and also allowing people to be able to express for themselves what for them it means to be practicing yoga And for me, that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you need to make the funny shapes on the yoga mat. You can make the funny shapes elsewhere or you do something else to get for you in that zone. Um, I think what I think is the most important thing is that the people are uh, aware of mindfulness, Mm -hmm. uh, being kind to each other and to oneself. to really have the understanding that life is more than what they might be seeing or they might be looking at.
1: Yeah, it's multi-dimensional, you know?
0: yeah. Yeah, it's, do you see that as well that sometimes people have a very, um, uh, they disappear or they, they lose themselves in a negative spiral of, of thinking. And then they say, okay, you put so much energy in this negative spiral. Can we just grab this energy and can we put this in a positive spiral, like an upward spiral of thinking? Do you recognize that
1: i do and 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 there is the 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 pieces where you get the the understanding that there is a choice mm. you, you the stopping piece is where where mm. okay yoga might give you that time or space to mm. literally take a breath in and see yourself how you're situated not just physically and we spoke yeah. about it maybe the audience you're having now they they do understand that there is mm. more to it than just the mm. physical right yeah yeah and how it truly affects affects every aspect of real life yeah and how you can make sure that one doesn't necessarily lead to the next one the logical steps but they all come beautifully together and patience and the choice that yes You can continue doing something in a negative spiral, but there is always a choice and situations are happening to us. Um, Now more than ever, we have the time and space to internalize what's happening, digest what's happening. And we still have the choice of how we react to it. Even not reacting to it is a reaction. Um, It's a choice that we make. So I do feel a lot of us are very comfortable in victimhood a lot of us yeah. are oh this is happening to us not for us and the beauty is that it only in retrospective, you can figure it out why this exact event happened to me uh, yeah. and how much more beneficial that is yeah, um, definitely. but I love I love what you were mentioning about the beautiful connection with people that now it's so different than before for me, there is nothing more beautiful going into a class, seeing a full room of breathing people together as one and creating magic and art out of it. And yeah. the shapes or form are just a manifestation of that prana, that, that energy we co-create. And yeah. now we get to co-create it with this kind of screens and it still works. So yeah. we are so intertwined and we're so connected that even by this is it warms my soul to see you <laughs> it's like yeah. it's yeah it, it does work it does work. i think
0: it is also um to do with uh when you are um open into that manifestation that you are attracting the um, the similar like or the like-minded people you are attracting them towards you And there is a coming and going of people out of your circles. And sometimes people come closer by and then maybe they drift away a little bit again. So you have less Mm -hmm. contact. That doesn't mean that the contact is gone. It's just less present. And, um, this is also the flow of life. This is, you know, the, the, this is how life works. This is everything goes together. And, um, I always like to see it a little bit as, as the yin and the yang, and we mm-hmm. need both. And, you know, the yang is a little bit in the yin and the yin a little bit in the yang. And, but there, the 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 separation between the two is not clear. It is changing mm-hmm. throughout the whole day. And I see this as well as a connection with another human being. These connections as well are... Continuously evolving and continuously changing, and mm-hmm. this is something that we can perceive everywhere throughout our day. We can also perceive this in uh, in a yoga class, for example, or at work, that the relations between people are changing throughout the whole day, and that it is okay. And without being judgmental on uh, the things, and just looking at it from really like an open mind, from "Hey, how does this look like? How does this going?" Yeah,
1: I I had a very, very beautiful mentor once told me the best yoga is practicing relationships. Oh wow! Towards one another, Mm -hmm. towards yourself, Mm. towards. I think what you've described about the yin and yang, uh, just paying attention to being really present in what's coming up. Yeah. How you get triggered. Do you get triggered? Why you get triggered? you it's It's a great invitation to get to know yourself really well. Yeah. And often we are so much better aware of those traits of ours when we mm-hmm. have a mirror in any interaction with whomever comes your path even if it's the guy that makes your bread or anyone you encounter on the street. Um, what fascinates me nowadays is that we, we forgot to look people in the eyes and at least here um, that saddens me, but now with everyone wearing masks and hopefully that will go away as well. But we are so actually see- seeking that connection that um now we do stare at people's eyes mm-hmm. because we want to be recognizing one another. Yeah. And um, it brings this knowledge of like, well, I, I I truly see you and it's very powerful. Yeah. I would say for many disruptions that happened during this couple of, well, this year will be also a little bit like 2020. Yeah. Um, there are also beautiful things that are happening that we need to, take time to transition from one place yeah. to another. Yeah. And I feel like we're staying in this beautiful space in between. Yeah. Um hoping that it's gonna be very, very insightful for all people and not to neglect like the fact that maybe there are people suffering, there are people in really disadvantaged situations and
0: Acknowledging Once. that it's there, mm-hmm. definitely acknowledging mm-hmm. uh, that it's there, and what I I do it myself a lot to um, in my meditations or when I'm practicing yoga myself in my in my self practice, I am looking at the space in between, mm-hmm. uh, the space of emptiness in between, and the space of um, I am just completely like yeah absorbed by this knowledge that in between there is so much information in between two people is information in between two breaths between two movements and what is happening in that transition and right now you feel that there is already since a year there is a transition going on in the world and are we still in that in-between moment or are we shifting already to there where we are going and that's not completely clear, because it is shifting all the time. And um, mm-hmm. that's really like, I love to observe. I, I have the privilege that, uh, like last night again, I like, can just walk down to the ocean uh, and just sit there and just stare out into the emptiness, the vastness of the, of the horizon and, and so, focus mm-hmm. on, the, on the emptiness in between two breaths or in between two thoughts, so beautifully said so. yeah. that's just are you a big i i do i do think you are are you a big fan <laughs> of rituals
1: so this is funny i um, i am yeah <laughs> i so much am that um there is a big power to it and um in in almost all religion in certain shape or form we all practice it and you yeah. all have an understanding and connection to it mm. but what's best uh you can ritualize every mundane task you have yeah and that's where the power of this mindfulness and the power of putting really meaning to everything you do mm. even a word intent um recently i'm i'm really big on doing my tea ceremonies in a way that taking time to really have a cup of tea taking time to really connect with how it will nourish me. It's, it just, it's a life changing concept that you can practice it each time you have tea, but you can practice it each time you do anything. And the spaces that you're not present and you're simply doing things
0: Mm.
1: dissolves. Yeah. Um, It, I'm big on, on rituals, but I'm, I'm, even bigger on ritualizing everything you can. Mm. And there is no there is no acting in it though. It the the ritual comes together when when it's actually you you do it because you mean it. Yeah. And and you take away and you strip away all the shoulds and shouldn't and and you make it your own and it's 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 also a form of art for me. Um, is it a perfect way to do a tea ceremony most likely the way i do it most likely yeah exactly it's not but i think it is perfect there we go
0: yes it is perfect because (laughs) for you uh it is perfect at that point at that moment Um, and it can never be perfect in somebody else's eyes because they will be looking a complete different way to, uh, to that same ritual as, as you have. But I think it's beautiful to see, um, to ritualize um, uh, mundane things out of our everyday life and um, finding that the moment that we start to do things with awareness, attention, giving it extra attention, giving it extra love, Mm-hmm. Um, that the mundane things become so much more um, uh, important, but there is also a sort of like a gratitude coming out of that.
1: You know, I, I, I'm
0: grateful that I can brush my teeth in the morning because, you know, crap, I have a toothbrush and I've got toothpaste to do so. So it's really finding this as well as a ritual. Um, Absolutely. It's we, we
1: always there is this misconception that things need to be grandiose or like super extreme and uh, and 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 mm. often in the little the life unfolds in the very small moments of mm. seeing a bird or oh, what you were I describing yeah. um the other day i was like i always speak about oh after yoga it's like unicorns and butterflies and the other day after a practice and yes it's online and yes it might not feel the same way as it used to but then you go out and I saw a butterfly for a very very long time I don't even remember the last time I saw a butterfly in Amsterdam and Mm -hmm. that to me was such a beautiful moment
0: that was unicorns and butterflies (laughs) literally right in your face oh so beautiful yeah
1: and and I can recall exactly every spot on that beautiful creature that crossed my path. And yeah, many people, I was surrounded with other people as well, Mm. but I can guarantee you that 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 butterfly passed through that area, especially for me, no one else was paying any attention to it. Mm. And it made it extra special and extra, just a reminder, like a split second can really be so beautiful. And we can cherish it and we can ritualize every moment of it and we can explore practices that embody this gratitude feeling, this feeling of like, wow, what a gift is to be alive right now. What yeah. a gift is to really see things the way they are, experience these things. Yeah. And o- often we avoid all, our all our feelings, but mm. there is no bypassing that, the beauty and uh, maybe even... No,
0: it's, it's, I think it is what you say that uh, what we are trying to convey the message we are trying to convey to people as well during uh, our teachings and whatever these teachings are mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if we can uh, make people aware of paying attention to the small things and not just passing by on those and just uh, taking them for granted. Because if you're aware of the city of Amsterdam, just, you know, spring has just started over there. And then being able to see a butterfly in a city where there is not that much green or flowers. I think that's a special thing. And that is just a gift of life. You are one of these people that is able to pay attention to the little moments and finding gratitude in that, and that's why the butterfly decided to show up on your path, and like you say awesome. that most likely the other people in that same area they have not even noticed it because they were absorbed by being elsewhere instead of being in the moment yeah,
1: and so much so much beauty is always constantly around us, and mm-hmm. it's easy to go into that the negative spiral, especially now. Uh, but even in, in harsh hardships and hard times, yeah. because it's not only unicorns and butterflies this no. couple of years, it's definitely a big test for all of us how we level up to the occasion of really yeah. understanding what's what, what, what's truly important and kind of shedding and, and removing layers of us that don't mean much anymore, or oh. we evolve to something else, or we've... I don't like the, the word level up because it's kind of, um, <laughs> it gives different uh, meaning, but evolving yeah. to a different version. Uh, and I think with yoga, it's so obvious. Mm. Once you're in one posture, then you're in another posture, you're constantly different versions of yourself.
0: There is and, never an end.
1: Yeah. And, and, and the beauty of it is that even if you, if, even if you're distracted 15 times during the same mm routine yeah there will be one moment when you realize you're transitioning from being this to being that to being that to being that and uh it's just such a gift It, it to me it always those teachings are so old but they're also so powerful they're yet so simple and people always get very me included i keep always thinking like wow It worked again! Wow, it worked again! It works works each and every every time. time.
0: It (laughs) works every time because what (laughs) this is what I I um, what I discovered a couple of years ago, and I think I was only teaching like maybe one or two years or so uh, Mm -hmm. in Rotterdam at Balance, and somebody asked me in the class, uh, "I would like to master." this or that pose. It was just a very simple asana, but they wanted to master the pose. Mm -hmm. And I was looking around the room and it was a big group. And I said, it is impossible to master a pose because the moment you think you're there, there is Mm -hmm. a new layer that is showing up. And the moment that you master that layer, there is again a new layer showing up. And this is the same thing with life. We think we mastered life. It is impossible to master life because we are growing, evolving, living things. So we, you you master, okay, this area you master, but then something new shows up and there is then again requested from you. How do you look at this? How do you treat this? How do you work with this? And how do you express with this? mm-hmm so nice,
1: nice. <laughs> <Cute. It does laughs> you
0: mentioned fit. yeah yeah go ahead no
1: big you big 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 classes and i i i I'm just smiling uh the the those those days were so special in the beginning of a yoga career where you show up you like the act of showing up for others is yeah. what is so rewarding in teaching and it's so i I personally feel very vulnerable, honored, and and super grateful for the fact that yeah. people are dedicating half an hour, one hour, whatever hours they have with To show up for you, yeah, and it goes vice versa yeah. because the, the it's the yoga that is the yoga that connects, but you're just a vessel to to transition yeah. this little knowledge that you gathered so far, and knowing that you learn from them, they learn from you, but yeah. you're in this. I'm the teacher now, and actually, most students don't realize how much big effect they have on us, on 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 showing us how to be a teacher. Yeah. And um, man, I miss that. I <laughs> when you said, <laughs> I, I agree. I, I totally
0: agree with you. I totally that is like a big missing out on 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 finding that unity between these big groups of people. There's nothing more beautiful in there. Um what I've discovered, uh, because over the last couple of years, I have uh, traveled onwards into parts of training other people to become teachers and then yes. uh, coming into the more experienced people that were already teaching for quite some years. And then I said, guys, girls, I said, In, before every class, before every podcast that I need to record, before every coaching call that I am starting I always have butterflies I am nervous yes, so I good. think that is the healthiest thing ever because that means that what I am doing is very important to me that it causes butterflies into my belly literally <laughs> and they looked at me and they said you're nervous before teaching a class that was in teacher trainings back in India and I said yes I am nervous to teach 30 people um yeah. To teach something about yourself. Of course, I'm nervous. And then they're looking at you and they said, But why are you nervous? You have so much experience. I said, But the experience is not counting here. I said, yeah. The fact that I, as a person, care and that I learn so much and I get so much back from you in return. I said, You don't even imagine. Yeah. Said, and that is what makes a teacher, a teacher, or a coach, a coach
1: totally you Bingo. said it nicely we we said it about i think if we just replace nervous with excited because i think physically oh, we are yeah. experiencing the same thing yeah we just the butterflies are like i mentioned yeah. it also in the beginning of the podcast. oh i'm nervous which yeah. means yeah you do care, oh, nervous you do care what is, yes nervous what be what you then the negative
0: you. narrative in that and then excited is more the positive but this is just again this yin yang thing is really like which one wins yeah. uh, they're they're
1: both there, yeah. And it's so it's so fascinating. You 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 mention it because the I say the same thing. It, the moment I I I don't feel the intention in the beginning of the class or in the beginning of anything I do, mm-hmm. it's then you're like you lost it. And yeah. I it's still there. It's still there, which is fascinating. Uh, I've been teaching more than a decade now, and it's it's yeah. it's. It's always such a beautiful moment of encounter and um, now when I said it like oh I miss it and and your sole desire is to oh show up and serve, show up and serve, show up and digest your own thing uh, I, I must admit that for me, often when I would go through maybe difficult situations in life or something that is kind of bothering me, I go and process it via flow via doing something that I know how my body can get rid of that feeling mm-hmm. or get rid of the things that I'm digesting or just making space for the new things to come to my life. You were using the words manifesting, and and I'm a big believer that we all manifesting many yeah. things for ourselves. Yeah. That once you get in tune and synchronicity and you start believing in it, it's so much easier to get in contact with what you're manifesting to the true yeah. nature of what you manifest and we often get not what we think we want but what we need and you you deal with it and you deal with it in the most beautiful way in the most generous way for others to give and um, yeah bottom line we miss teaching yoga with people in in person and that hopefully will be sorted soon and then we'll be
0: I think so I believe that, that there will be is I think that, that, that it will be sorted soon. Um, I was massively grateful that I arrived uh, on Curacao last September. And mm-hmm. um, the evening that I arrived, I uh, attended directly a class at the studio where I'm teaching now. Yeah, And I had tears in my eyes in the evening after the class. I'd never met the teacher. I'd never met uh, the wonderful lady that uh, owns the studio that became a very dear friend. And I was really like, oh my God, I've I've really like genuinely missed it. And that was only for me like four or five months or so because that was since last year, March. So since September, I have been small groups but I have been teaching in-person classes and the moment that I could teach again uh, in-person classes I said okay this is why I don't teach basically online because I have so much love for this that I don't want to use my energy uh, to start developing that online project. I do other things online, yes, but teaching my daily or weekly classes, for me, it is not needed. Totally. And I I can feel where you're at as in so much needed to be in the same room and needing to feel the energy from the people around you and as well, because you feel what effect you have on others more directly uh yeah. although the digital f- format i'm totally pro because a lot of people started practicing yoga over the last year hallelujah for that
1: totally um
0: but definitely i understand where the earth is coming from
1: just <laughs> i had a small anecdote um i've been asked now please make some some recordings please let's have zoom classes let's have any type of classes. And um, I'll be like, okay, but you promise me you'll breathe with me. <laughs> like, you, because I'm like, and, and then some of my students will be like, I, I don't know, should we unmute ourselves? She always wants us to breathe with her and this and that. So, so after every class, it's a, I also, when I feel like I have something to offer, which is genuine, which is like, now I'm doing the three, three classes only, uh, kind of a, a program. Every Saturday, but it's not regular and it's not an overload because I think that people also need some time and space to digest yeah. what truly is happening with you. I would say that my personal practice during this couple of seasons, let's put it this way, has suffered. Yeah. Has suffered because I love teaching and practicing while explaining the class or where you go with it and it is beautiful practice to be doing home. But often I miss the luck. I, I miss the connection with others. And therefore yeah. I choose to, you know, let me, let me do just the meditation today. And, um, the physical will come after and that yeah. physical doesn't come. And, and it does. I mean, suffer is a big word, but I would say going back to, the routines that are making you fulfilled and happy is what I'm looking forward to next to hugging people and next to making sure that
0: it's the human connection. Yeah. Yeah. The the human connection, the connection of touch. And I've spoken with, um, with a dear friend of mine on that the other day purely. (laughs) And, um, we were not even talking about yoga at that point, but purely the um, uh, humans need touch, humans need contact, and okay. humans need to connect uh, because that is what is, makes humans and that is what makes us humane. And that is what I can see that a lot of people uh, are in quote, okay, air quotes here, uh, suffering because they are lacking of contact um so yeah for that manifesting the world how we would like to see it Um, i've got a good question for you this one um Mm -hmm. is there anything that you have learned over the last few years through yoga that you would like to tell your future self
1: oh that's Ah. a beautiful question the hanging there the 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 c- continuous growth and continuous seeking of more and more wisdom within mm-hmm. more and more i think it it went back to becoming more of yourself i think with age you kind of understand what different aspects of yourself are coming together mm-hmm. and i i really i really think that yoga for me, is the silver lining kind of puts it all together nicely. It's like fragments of the whole. And um, going back to 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 my future self, it will be hang in there, keep doing the practice because it's meaningful not just to you. Yeah, it's meaningful for many more people than you can possibly think of, and we have no idea who we are actually inspiring and who we are actually. Showing, showing up for.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in beginning before the recording, I was saying, I do admire you for everything you're doing, and in a short period of time of building up this body of work that is diverse of what you can offer. And yes, we all started in the same studio. Yes, we all decided different things are more important for us to pursue, Mm -hmm. but there is this connection of like. You become more of yourself, and there is a tool that we all have access to, if we choose to pursue, and it brings such a depth to the life and such a meaningful experiences mm-hmm. that are way beyond the physical, that are way beyond the what meets the eye, so to say. Um, yeah, kind of something like that. Becoming more of yourself, coming home making sure that you stick with it not for yourself only but in a service kind of uh, manner because uh, we have no clue who is observing us who is no? picking up our m- meaningful conversations yeah. or and this is the other thing like when people ask me why do you even go and record podcasts like what is that all about and i'm like well how does it feel they ask so often? and i'm like you know it's like going for an interview but there is no job like that's kind of feeling in the end of it there is no job no (laughs) the job is that you 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 get to express what truly is going on within you in this specific moment of time and you can listen and listen and listen to yourself um I find it very gratifying I find it very much wow how funny that I thought this way how funny that I was feeling that way How funny is that actually that mattered to me at the time. Um, So when they ask me like, well, but why you keep doing it? Because I'm like, maybe I'll say something that will change someone's point of view.
0: Exactly that. Exactly what you're saying right now. This is like when I fell in love with the Medium podcast a couple of years back. Um, A year ago when I was still in India. Uh, I wanted to start but the time was not ready yet and I gave myself the green light this year so it is a year after that I wanted to start and I gave myself the green light now is the right moment and I have received from very odd angles um, which I was not expecting people from who I was not expecting um, mm-hmm. that they had so much benefit from listening into exactly that conversation. So you don't know whose ears you're touching, whose heart you're touching, who you're inspiring with whatever words you have to share. And that is my reason why I gave this show the green light to be able to touch people's hearts, minds, uh, in whatever way. And that is why I'm inviting people like you in, really like, had this conversations there to be shared yeah it's so exactly that
1: it's it's so it's so beautiful and it's so so the idea of shared knowledge and 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 it's totally about the fact that oh we haven't rehearsed this we don't know what we will talk about we don't know what will pop up in our no honest conversations but someone needs to hear what has been said and maybe they will hear it and maybe they won't but all we have to do is make sure we are vessels for transformation and yeah and speak about it in an honest way without without over i don't know i i often feel that if we just can simply get over ourselves <laughs> and there is a big beauty of how how we how we all can affect others and not only with energy not only with presence not only with voice but role modeling what we are saying um if we're saying that everything is ritual then they see you doing it they see you really embodying the things you believe in and maybe they'll pick up one or two tools maybe they'll learn 15 other tools from somewhere else but um yeah. it gives meaning to me um and I'm really it, grateful you invited me for this. And, and it's a beautiful way to reconnect. And it's a beautiful way to see you smiling and, and really being in a literally good place right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's. Just, I think that without us knowing, we inspire others uh people that are very much aware of their own uh, of, of who you are as a person and you're very much capable of uh, knowing what you are doing that you have something to share with the rest of the world and um, you never know how you inspire somebody else you never know okay. and that is why I always say, you know, keep showing up, keep, keep, keep showing up as yourself, keep leveling up, um, honor yourself and other honor as well, the people around you. Totally. Yeah. As, um, <laughs> I've got one final thing to ask you just because Absolutely. I'm a curious person. I always want to know. I always want to know. Um, for you, it's going to be tea, because I, lo- I know you love tea. The ritual of tea. If you could right now have the ritual of tea with somebody who you admire, and it can be somebody who is well-known uh, or somebody who is not well-known, uh, who would this person be? What tea would you serve him or her? And what would you ask
1: oh. You know, this almost brings tears to my eyes. I get super emotional. I would, I always, I would love to have tea with my mom. She passed away a couple of, oh, almost a decade ago. And what I will serve her is the the herbal tea I've made. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an essence of, look mom, who I've become. Without trying to impress her but trying to just show her that we can also have an open conversation of how the past 10 years been yeah and i think we hold a lot of space within us from our ancestors and we don't recognize that often enough so for me will be a cup of tea who am i kidding we're gonna have have a coffee (laughs) we're gonna be having a coffee with lots of sugar which is uh, her favorite way of drinking it and and just talk about life talk about how are things and you know what's funny about it that I sometimes have these moments where I can communicate with her without really being communicating with her Mm -hmm. so you know connecting with your ancestors is like much easier kind of if you if you know that they're constantly there even if they're gone Yeah. and um, I'm a big believer with uh, in this whole shape of worlds where we don't see it but we kind of see it but we get signals but we don't get signals and mm-hmm. once you align within yourself it's so much easier to be open for the unseen and mystical yeah. um, many of my friends are thinking that it's a bit woo woo it's a bit like oh no crystals and Things like that everywhere but on the other hand is um, I do believe that people are just energy and that energy doesn't go nowhere it is circulating and we get to choose what we want to believe and if I would have this coffee with my mom I'll be talking about my day about my life about how things are seemingly effortless when you allow yourself to be yourself um, the, little,
0: the little things in life that are so important totally because a lot totally. of little things make a big thing and all these big things together make up life and I'm sure that if you uh if your mom is looking down right now to you not even looking down she's just sitting next to you she's super proud of everything that you put out in the world everything that you have accomplished um and you know the beautiful person that you already were i think as a child and how i got to know you a couple of years ago and the beautiful Mm. person that you are today i'm gonna say a big big thank you for your honesty your openness uh, you're sharing uh, your sharing and the caring. And I'm offering you a very big hug all the way from the tropics to cold Amsterdam. <laughs> and I know that hopefully next month uh, when I'm in Europe for just a month, but I have to pass through Amsterdam. Uh, <laughs> then we're going to meet up and have or a tea or a coffee with a lot of sugar in it.
1: Please, let's do that. And uh, yeah, warmest hugs back. Thanks for having me. And uh, stay very, very well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ciao, Bella. (laughs)